Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. What color I see? Then you maintain the status. December seventh, night. A question a psychopath. I mean, the it was Janice probably, Joplin. I mean, this is like Reels Cable, so they can't, but they want to. Yeah, that was, we're watching the last hours of Janis Joplin. For those of you who don't know, this is a true guilty pleasure of mine. It's my favorite guilty pleasure show of all time. More so than, uh, what, what was the dating one that they would, uh, oh, 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 uh, that they would go undercover? Oh, uh, cheat, cheaters. cheaters! Cheaters was great. That guy got stabbed. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Keith Pazel. We're going to do a podcast while we watch TV. All kinds of madness is going to happen. We got a quick thirty-minute, I guess, first half. I got the yes. timer on over there. Exactly. Um, uh, my my timer is going to go off before yours, but it'll be a good marker of where we're at. Welcome exactly. to the show, everybody. Exactly. We got some topics up. I got the Google Trends up. We're going to watch a little TV and make fun of some stuff. I, of course, am Keith Pazel. And then I'm here with our co-star, Adam Crocious. Hello, everybody. everyone. Good to see you again. Good to see you again. Let's do a show. Ba, 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 ba. I cannot tell you. I stumbled into the last hours on my Roku stick. As you know, I don't have cable. So this show's called The Last Hours now. It's not because it used to be Celebrity Autopsy. They flared it, it up a little bit. Yeah, I think so. They just changed it to it's the last hours of John Belushi, the last hours of Whitney Houston, the last hours of, of any fan. Rip J- Taylor. Yeah, James Gandolfini was one I watched too. What I like about these shows, what I find funny about them, they're so lurid. They don't care. It's shameless. Well, because they have to find some of it because Gandolfini just pasted himself to death. Yeah, yeah. It, so they have to probably give him a relationship with the food. Of course. We actually, speaking of that, <laughs> there was this Hulu documentary that came out called Captive Audience. And it's about, I'm going to spoil it for you. And you can fine. still watch it. So it's essentially about this kid. You might even remember it. Stainer, Steve Stainer. He was a California kid that got kidnapped. Seven years later, escapes the kidnapper, comes home, and they made a TV movie about him called I Know My Name is Steven. Oh, I have a vague memory <laughs> Parker of Lewis, that. Parker Lewis Can't Lose played him. Oh, Do you remember yeah. Parker Lewis? Yeah, yes. Exactly. Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Corin Nemec is yeah, his yeah, name. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. Wow. By the way, he got his whole right half of his body crushed, like in 2018 or something like that. Or like in the, he was doing probably doing stunt work. All these actors, failed actors, get into the stunt work. <laughs> Wow. So this documentary was about this kid who gets kidnapped, comes back seven years later, 
Uh, he gets hardcore molested by the uh. fucking dude who kidnapped him. But this is all part of the movie. But the most of the documentary is about how, like, the movie that was made about him portrayed this as this, like, happy ending. And, like, yeah. he went home and, and like, met his family again and of lived course. happily ever after. That didn't happen. They play the tapes of the writers being like, well, you know... A lot of this shit's boring. So, like, <laughs> we're going to have to introduce this here. We're, we're going to introduce. He has, like, a wife later in life. And he goes, well, we'll have them meet in high school in this. Okay. And then he goes, and you know, it's going to be a little uh, fantastical. He goes, but we're just going to have to grin and bear it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't want to have, like, the real, like, him being an addicted fuck up. Well, no. Right? Well, here's what happens. So, after he comes back home and the movie comes out and he gets famous from the movie he kind of gets he gets some cash 15 grand in in 80s money okay okay so he has that like 50 grand now he just starts doing a little you know he parties a little bit gets a but like that's not really what kills him what kills him is he randomly gets into a motorcycle accident and dies oh so that guy actually died yeah oh, he yeah. died in 89 seven years or four or five years after he got, came back oh okay, he came back okay. when he was a freshman in high school and then around college age he fucking and then he had two kids and shit Oh, really? the he left it in. He left it in early. Oh yeah, left it in early. A lot of girls. They wow. talked about how he was a ladies' man. Then fast forward to 1999. This dude's brother Carrie murders four girls in the fucking in Yosemite National Park. Whoa! Oh yeah, I've heard of that guy. The Yosemite murders. Yeah, exactly. His little brother is Steven Stainer. Oh my! What an awful! What happened to their family? What happened, dude? That that's a story. It's called captive audience. Just in that the tone of it is like they make it seem like everyone lives happily ever after. But no, our son that got kidnapped died in a motorcycle accident, and then our other son was jealous of our younger son and was crazy anyway. So he decided to murder four people to like one up. And even when the when the trial person was interviewing him to like him like giving the details of how he murdered these girls. He goes, I'll only confess if you promise to make a movie of the week about me. Because there was a movie a week about his brother. It was oh a movie my. of the week. And like the dude, jealousy was and the, the motivation. dude wanted to say, he was like, dude, it's 1999. Movies of the week aren't a thing anymore. Yeah, they don't. yeah, exactly. And I was like, that's an interesting thing. By 99, the movie of the week was done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Movies of the week were weekends by then. I remember like they'd show like fucking Phantoms or some bullshit on yeah. ABC at 2 a.m. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Movies of the week were. I remember actually. Look it, at that belly. It, it, in my mind, in my mind, movies of the week were they weren't on par with a theatrical release movie, but they, they played, weren't that bad. Well, they they'd that play far like behind. in 92, they'd play Ghostbusters like they would bring movies from like within the last 10 years would be the movie of the week. Like I remember when Batman Returns was on like NBC yeah. or ABC. Yep. It was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you caught the very tail One end of evening that, in you? 1996, they played Batman Returns with limited commercial interruptions. Wow, which still had commercial interruptions, of There's course. Camera. The, the, the whole thing about, um, uh, uh, and you had raised so many good points about watching the, the, the television experience. James Bailey's here, everybody. Hey, James. The television experience. Well, when I look back, like, this is how, how you, this is before cable. You would get like the, the fall tv guide that would have the layout of all the movies of the week they were going to come over the next four months i remember being like oh my god november 18th 1980 
I am going to finally be able to watch Star Wars on TV. <laughs> and it's two and a half months off. And and talking about it, talking about it with friends of mine, like, did you see Star Wars? It's going to be a movie of the week or, or whatever it was. Whatever sort of big Hollywood movie. But also the made-for-TV movie. The made-for-TV movie was big. But that, I mean, that truly died in the night. You caught the tail end of that, I think. Your age cohort. Oh, yeah, totally. The, 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 the tail end of the made-for-TV movie, which are not. No, I mean, that, that used to Lifetime does that shit now they yeah. brought them back on the cable channels a and e will do a made for tv movie about some sort of molestation trial or something yeah. like that yeah, they exactly. still do them it's just very limited oh god i couldn't stand this era of next generation Ooh, see this me, is I'm all Russell i remember Crusher. of next generation oh god look at me i'm just a skinny little wonder kid i couldn't stand oh this is the early early episodes when it was truly not good it didn't get good until the Borg episode. That's when it, the best of both worlds, the best of both worlds, that, that's when it truly got good. You know, the, the, this, is the, this is the pre-beard episodes for, uh, for number one, as they call it. Dubero Udo. Ooh, number one. Do you have to do, to do a number one? Have you been in your car for too long? But no, I, uh, I like Celebrity or, or Last Hours. James Bailey says the last made-for-TV movie he remembers was the Drew Peterson story. Rob Lowe played Drew Peterson teams right let, let, yeah let, remember when, when i was in amsterdam th- uh, four years ago i think i texted you i was watching uh it, it was a uh, liverpool versus uh real madrid i think i think it was liverpool versus real madrid and i watched that there so yeah they got to win the european championship bailey says the borg the borg is a good episode uh it was the best of both worlds by the way watching that you know when they did the a panning of the crowd in england you know during the game there you know what I thought to myself, Keith? What? I thought to myself, they live under a socialist tyranny. That's what I thought to me. Look how bad they look. None of them looked healthy. They didn't look like they had good, their health care needs were met. They all looked so poor, didn't they? I mean, wealth wouldn't be generated in a society like that where someone can't get gobs of money and pawn it off as freedom. Are you, is this what Crossing Jordan is getting uh, out of I, I know. <laughs> No, no, watch, watching the, uh, the soccer match. That's oh. What, that's what I was watching. They, oh, yeah. They panned the crowd, you know, and the crowd looked healthy and fit and british people good. are you fucking kidding me they're all yellow and shit no, their look, teeth look like stones look at them look at them here they look good put it back to that they pan Hang across on. the crowd i'm still trying to fight through this fucking oh yeah now we're back in excellent connection okay good so yeah but if, if you look they pan across the crowd everyone looked great they looked fine they looked healthy Let's watch no the spanish version of it just to ensure copyright and bore you to death while we talk about internet fucking news that's Double fine. boring little house on. Oh, these are my favorite commercials. <laughs> Listen. Well, look how look at that filtering in that graphic. That's yeah. for straight from 1988 that they just updated the words. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. This amazing. is on before an episode of Studs. <laughs> studs was a guilty pleasure too. Studs was a good. They need good to bring show. Studs back. That yeah. would be a show that would be if you woke it up a little bit. You have like a gay fucking butch woman host it. Have Billy Porter host it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be like a dating game, still. Yeah, yeah. You could, you could, re, you could reboot studs because that was the whole thing. Is that when you could even make it so f- against dudes, where you have these women come on and just be like, "It was awful. His dick stunk like cottage. Like you just ripped yeah, dudes yeah, up yeah. the whole time." Because before it was all about like, you went on a date with Spike, and you fucking <laughs> he fucking flexed for you for three hours. What did you think of it? And she was like, "He was hot." Yeah, studs. That was a guilty pleasure oh, no. show too for a while. That was a guilty what pleasure show. What kind of audio? Well. I'm not even playing audio. It Uh-oh. killed us. Oh well, well, you know, who knows? You know, uh, these things happen. I it guess it was the Champions League. It was okay. Okay. Well, then we'll we'll just not no, do the Champions I think League. We're done. We we we'll, we just won't uh, have the Champions League be on. 
I'm mm. going to reset until it says available. Is this Little House on the Prairie? Yes. God. God, I used to be frustrated with this show. I just it bothered me so much. Oh, that, oh yeah, this is like a late ep- this is a later episode. This is this guy. This guy was like his son. He came in. A lot of people earn their Shannon Doherty was on this show. Look at Michael Lannon with his gray hair. You know something, son? I smoke three packs of cigarettes a day, and uh, I'm going to have bad, severe lung cancer that will put me down. Uh, there's a last hours of Michael Landon, too. There's a last hours of that, you know. That guy always bothered me. This is literally the last year of the show. This is like 83, uh, Little House in the Prairie. Look at, look at Michael Landon. He was a TV star, an absolute star of the small screen, you know. This is his son through adoption. Alan, I think, was his name, I think. Might have been called Adam. I sort of quasi-related to him. When I, I, I still knew this show, even though I couldn't stand it. God, I couldn't stand this show. The, this show in the Lawrence Welk Hour, my brother and my cousin used to threaten me when, when I was being a jerk to them, they thought. They were going to tie me down and force me to watch Lawrence Welk. <laughs> that was a punishment they had come up with. Here he is, working at the mill. That's what you do as your tradesman. You're a tradesman in your small town America. God damn it. By the way, my, my father grew up in the town ne- next to Baroque, Iowa. We're no longer blocked. We're going. We're yeah, back. Yeah. We're fucking back, baby. But my, my father lived right next to the town. He was, grew up in the town next, next to this. this, is, this it's supposed to be Iowa. Oh, these, these, show, these stories were so square. They were so... Oh, and then these two guys. Is this, is this, this was in Victor French. But, but they were in Highway to Heaven after this. They, they had their spinoff. Okay, we got to keep doing some TV shows. We'll do Highway to Heaven. They moderned it up. Where I'm going to limit. I'm going to be limiting uh, how much sound we do, obviously, now. Now we know no major sporting events. Sure. No apps. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we really got to talk more anyway during the show. Exactly. Well, we Let me message Bailey, though, to make sure he's going back. Absolutely. For those who don't know people, Keith Pazel's done a very good job of structuring the show and, and giving us some, some backbone and some, and some form to it. We've come a long way from the early days of, compu- of pure chaos, but we have a channel surfing, which we've been doing, obviously, early on here, watching Little House in the Prairie. But uh, uh, Keith has been watching Formula One and IndyCar racing. I really have. He's been getting into it, which, yeah, it, a, a lot of like Jackie Stewart. I tell you, Cale Yarborough, he's going around the end. Is he, is, 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 I don't know if that's Irish or Scottish. I, I couldn't tell. That was, a, you know, they they mix it up in there. It's not just British. You know, but, but he was. Look at the Ooh, that's his old Landon. Oh, yeah. He was young when he started Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. This show is, this is like 83, 82 or 83 Landon. This is the end of a, of a Little Outhouse. I called little this, Outhouse. I called it Little Outhouse in the Prairie when I was nine. That to me was like the essence of humor. I couldn't stand this show. That being said, I've watched a lot of episodes. Watched a lot of it, you know. Almost the entire cast is still alive, but he is, uh, he died a solid 30 years ago. He was a chain smoker. A chain smoker was Michael Landon. I know someone, a a good friend of mine, she was living out here, and she was dating a guy who was uh, next door neighbors. This is a a securitist connection. But she went out to dinner with Michael Landon and and her her boyfriend and said Michael Landon was an, couldn't have been a bigger jerk. Couldn't have been a bigger jerk. Uh, lived in Los Feliz, by the way, Michael Landon. Lived in the Fees? Absolutely. North of Los Feliz. Los Feliz. He lived there. He lived there. And he was, uh, but I guess he was, he tried to get cigarettes. He couldn't get cigarettes. And they, they were in this hotel uh, restaurant. 
and he went to go to like the concierge or whatever, and they were closed. They had just closed up, and he couldn't buy cigarettes. And he was pounding on the glass. Do you know who this is? I'm Michael Landon. I need my cigarettes. He was upset about not being able to get cigarettes. That's how addicted he was. I never liked smokes. No, they so, always made me sick. Uh, yeah, I got gut rot. I think for most people, here's Shatner. You know. <laughs> and all the extra benefits like dental care prescriptions i feel like sometimes they get him onto these and they're like you don't have to like be walk like that yeah you can just be who you are you know you got your 10 grand from us you can just kind of you know <laughs> mail it in we want you to mail it in but him <laughs> just him like <laughs> tom so listen how many times have to tell you, don't be afraid of the reverse mortgage? Oh, yeah. Just buy it. He, he hasn't quite had it like Tom Selleck has. You know, here's what you medicate. Yeah, it, it's just. Uh, so we'll go to three here. So do you want to watch the Brady 500? Yeah. So the point is, Keith has been watching Formula One. Well, because there's this Netflix show called Race to Drive to Survive. And it's like a kind of a reality show about the drivers. And there's all sorts of catty rivalries. A lot of the drivers don't like the show. They think it's like untrue, which it probably is. It's probably sensationalized, sort of like that Showtime documentary with 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 the, with the L.A. Lakers that Jerry West was He's totally got, upset dude, about. Colin was talking about that. I think that's one of my links. You know, we'll get into that after this. Uh, Jerry West is willing to take it to the Supreme Court. <laughs> what a jerk! Come on, just you're 83 years old. You've had you are the logo of the NBA. You've had you, he is the logo, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, you've made it for crying out loud. You are a star. You made a ton of money. I know someone who uh, was on a golf course with him and said uh, he was a uh, total jerk. Big shot. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, he's a jerk on the golf course, which is like what an. I mean, I look at golf as just a laid back thing. I mean, it's, I get stressed out, but it's not like I, I don't go after people, you know. But the Brady Five Hundred was, I think, one of the very first. It's the first TV movie. It's the first like reboot. We're bringing back the Brady Bunch. Not it's before a, a very Brady, Brady Christmas. Christmas. Okay, okay. So Mike that, might still be in the cage. I was gonna. <laughs> oh, Bob. We, we got to play the same thing. We got to play the same game. We have to figure out with his mannerisms. Remember a very Brady Christmas? We knew almost immediately. Okay, obviously he had a very gay way of portraying himself. Yes. You know, because he's gay. So I want to see if we can detect because we we can detect this on Brady five hundred. So so again, the plot of this is Bobby becomes a Formula One racer. Correct? That that's that's the spin on this. <laughs> oh, I had my sound on. I okay, apologize okay. here. So again, the Brady five hundred. So so the. the Again, it is a the situations they put the Brady bunch into. All the kids, they went to Kings Island, Ohio. One the first time. one was Hawaii, right? Hawaii was, and then one. they they have the ghost town. Bobby, yeah, and, and then they also go to uh, <laughs> Mike Lookinland. Am I gonna walk again? In the most dramatic performance of his career, now Fox. He's Family trying to Channel make it back. <laughs> Still trying to maintain relevance. Look at that logo. Oh. That, that, that's Florence Anderson. A mom and dad with all their children grown. Our kids are now pursuing their dreams. She hugged her. She, oh, they, they, they don't have they don't have Marsha. Marsha's not in this. Eve Plum had no problem. I wonder how they write her off. Well, well, they have a different. They just give a, have a different actress playing her. Susan Olsen. She's yeah. back. She needed the money. Yeah, absolutely. I all did. She's like a radio DJ. Yeah, I forgot about that. Look at Barry Williams with this freaking mustache. It'd be funny if they make him an outlaw on the run with that mustache. <laughs> He's actually a sexual predator. Christopher Knight. <laughs> Christopher Knight. 
Michael Lookatlin, who, by the way, I think had multiple DUIs out here. He likes the sauce. Who does? Michael Lookatlin. He likes the sauce. I have a question for you, Keith. What's Ann that? Ann B. Davis play, played Alice. The, the, Look the, at that uh, logo, dude. Yeah, I know. Who played? Who She played Alice. Okay. Tell me, did she ever say anything that was funny to you ever? No, not really. Yeah, Alice was but supposed I don't think to be. She the, was supposed to be. That's why she they, was supposed to be the comedic relief, and she's terrible. Brought, that's why they brought Salmon. <laughs> well, Sam, and, then, and then, of course, Oliver at the very end. Oliver was. Four different winners in this race have gone on to win at so they're they're in LA, but he, is he in the South? Is he doing Talladega? Oh yeah, he's over there in Bristol or whatever the fuck. <laughs> he's, he's doing. But I love how they establish it right away. He's just a great NASCAR driver. Exactly. There, 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 there's no montage scene of him working his way up. He's just in NASCAR, you know, because that leap makes total sense to me, you know. <laughs> He didn't become a marine biologist after going to Hawaii. No, no, no. He wanted to get into it. Nah, that's hilarious. I love it. Sherwood Schwartz, I guess. May, I looked at he, he made hundreds of millions of dollars off of this. He made a shit ton of money. None oh, of them. the show in general? Yeah. Well, because it's still on today. It's like, I think it's, I mean, Seinfeld's pretty up there, but it's it's up there as one of the most syndicated shows you could fucking Friends, watch. Friends is syndicated? A billion dollars a year in revenue Friends generates. Look at that thin microphone she's using. And, and, and they each, they each get, each just gets 2% of the rake. They each get $20 million a year. Damn. You know? I mean, oh, Ooh, look, at, look Alice. at Alice. She got a little plump there. Well, yeah. Go, go. I love how they still need a maid and they're all elderly. <laughs> There's no kids in the house. We just keep Alice around. Because that relationship with Sam really took an emotional toll on her. I, I know she exactly. Needs, I just need the warmth, the human warmth, Mrs. Breedy. <laughs> Is Bobby still in third well, place? We know with that little laugh. Well, we know, right? We know. Oh, I can't. I'm too nervous. <laughs> he just oh, women. <laughs> so is he uncaged? Oh no! Look at him! Look at look at him! Here. Oh man! Look, 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 at, look his, at that look. look! Listen to his laugh! Listen to his laugh! Listen to his laugh! <laughs> oh yeah, that was his. That was a part of his contract. He's like, look, I know, I am no longer sheathed. Yeah, I'm unsheathed. I'm giving people AIDS. I have AIDS. I'm spreading it around kid style. <laughs> he, do, do you know that? He, he had a daughter from a marriage. He was so closeted that he oh, they're, got they're, married and had a kid. Those are the classic fucking when Dale learned when fucking Richard Petty was ripping up NASCAR. That's oh, what yeah. the cars looked like. Yeah, absolutely. They're it's that gonna, era. They were basically just souped up like, you know, just cars. You know, I mean, they weren't like they, well, this, yeah. the steering columns on NASCAR cars now are like $300,000. Just the steering columns. That's it. Just steering, which is amazing if you think about it. So is it, is it a fax machine there right now? So they're all just together. Yes, you won. <laughs> you look at, they're going to have sex. God, well, they're trying to make a, a baby. What is that? Oh, look at that remote. That looks like a fucking flip phone. I thought that was a, f a phone. Are they yeah. a cell phone? Are they going to record it? Yeah. Look at, yes. Good job, Brady. Good job, Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby liked the sauce. You can tell. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you, you pour a little beer on yourself after you win these races. Champagne. Yeah, he's... I mean, uh, the origin of NASCAR is rum running. Oh, of course. So, like... But <laughs> White lightning. But that's always, as a kid, why I liked open wheel racing, like IndyCar. And I did watch a little Formula One, but it confused me because it's more Premier League type. Like, there's teams with two drivers and, like, yep. you get relegated. Like, they'll fire your ass out. 
but like open wheel racing is more bait like it started earlier and it's it was a sport right away like it's not based on like well stock car started because you had to run the gym from fucking georgia <laughs> i to had to go state. from paducah over to this ca- to stone county and they used to have races to do it like open wheel racing was always like no the most skilled drivers in the world can do this oh, oh yeah 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 absolutely yeah i, I believe what year was this mazel tov means congratulations Let's oh they got a jewish thing going on Look it up on Google here. Yeah, I'm going to guess this might have been after a very Brady Christmas. I, I have to challenge you, uh, Keith. I have to challenge you on your Brady knowledge. I I think this is post a very Brady Christmas. I'm taking my time because I know I'm right. Uh, you probably are. But but I think I'm going to guess very Brady Christmas. I was in college my sophomore year. That would have been 88. I'm guessing this is 89 or maybe even 90. But it could be 87. Brady 500 is 90. It's 90? I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yes. I still got it. I still, I, I still can, like, my, my memory is not totally gone. Oh, my God. It's just. Very Brady Christmas was 88. Yeah, that was the first one. What did Ooh, I say, that's so buddy? so loud. I didn't mean for it to what, be loud. What did like I that? say, buddy? I thought you might have been right, but you know something? I was right all along. I didn't know it was Bozzini all along. I, I was correct. And that's important in life. Being right, Keith, I don't know, but it's one of the most important things in life, you know? People actually think that way, you know? Well, it may not have been gold, but it sure was lucky. You got to go? Oh, in six minutes? All right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we got six more minutes. Yeah, so yeah, this but is that's a, the Brady five hundred. No, 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 this this is good, man. I mean, I, we, we got to see what he has the accent. Yeah, well, we got to see the around, accent. Yeah. We got to see the accent because this is going to be. It, this was nineteen ninety. Wow, wow. Well, I mean, none of them made any money. That's why it's in syndication. None of them got any sort of. Well, this was on. Well, rights. this is probably the replay, but it looks like it's on Fox Family here, yeah. which is ABC Family right now. Yeah, which used to just be the Family Channel. Look at that big honking ass video Ooh, camera man. he's got there. Even that was old for 1990. That's a hi, Bobby. <laughs> we just came in from Fire totally Island. Dad. <laughs> I told you I went to Palm Springs. Man. Palm Springs. Is How'd you up. enjoy that? I like good, very good food, man. The gays do it good. Uh, very good food. Excellent ceviche. The, the the casino there had an excellent New York state, uh, New York strip steak. I loved it. God, that, that you see to me uh, honestly honestly keith the fashion sensibility this is how bad i am with fashion look how feathered all those clothes are it, it's it do- all so baggy it doesn't look that out of date to it me. doesn't look off to you at all i mean it does because you you like that's your time just like how 90s clothes look normal to me yeah but i do see how like oh everything was so high-waisted yeah yeah and like nothing it was all parachute and stuff like that yeah the color scheme i mean it's it's dated uh white men wearing white collared shirts uh, i've actually come to the conclusion that even though it's like a sick time to be like nothing good came out in the 90s you think like the fashionable sense in my time was to dress like shit to have just like holes everywhere and like roll out of bed and wear just like flannel uh like and then the movies like yeah even like the x-files like 
that's not a good show like it is <laughs> but like it's not the wire or breaking bad yeah yeah there was definitely a, a match like there was this a seriousness to television that advanced in 2000s yeah no i would agree we're like in the 90s it was like seinfeld frazier cheers like everything yep. was sitcom and fant babylon five yeah and yeah. like the star trek movies were real popular it was all sci-fi fantasy not reality yeah like even yeah. like the Sandra Bullock movies, she would be like, "I'm married." Net, <laughs> or just like they could get all your personal information plays, on a disc. She plays a lowly token taker, and she uh, marries someone who is, has amnesia, and she has to get him to like live the lie, like fantastical shit like that. The Secret Garden, Little yeah. Princess, yeah, the cartoons. It, interesting, yeah. Like uh, that stuff on its it face way. is good, but like looking back on it, you're like. Yeah, nothing really critically acclaimed came out in the 90s. Pulp Fiction. Well, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, th th there was definitely... Quentin his Tarantino voice. was the only thing in the 90s yeah. where it was like, oh, this is Earth. Yeah, yeah, This is like yeah. sh re kind of real. My, my Even though he had gore and everybody said the N-word all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they call a fucking Whopper in Greenwich, Connecticut the N-word burger? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, my mom saw, I think it says, my mom saw Pulp Fiction and truly was thought... Aghast. It was the end of Western culture. She literally was like, she, I mean, she was trying to describe it and it was, you could hear the pain. It was like, and then the way that women are, I, uh, I mean, she, it was, it was legitimate consternation, legitimate yeah. consternation in, in, in her voice. Look at, someone's breaking into the place. She, I guess, uh, by the way, uh, the woman uh, who played Alice, hardcore born again Christian. Yeah. Hardcore. Like up there with uh, Captain Steubing from the Love Boat. Murray. I didn't even know he was. Oh yeah, he he died recently. He's was very, ex I mean, like extremely religious. The most important relationship in my life is my relationship with God. Is he the balding guy? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He was Murray. I'm married to. Didn't he wear short? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the captain. He was Captain Steuben. He wasn't Gopher or he wasn't Isaac. You know, he he wasn't he wasn't the doctor. You want to ease out of the first half and do your yeah, fucking yeah, thing here? Yeah, let's do it. But yeah, this is good though. This is some good gags. They got some good gags here. Look, you see, they've upped the house. That's another thing. Early 90s, a lot of still bright, very bright, white was big in the early 90s. Very kind of piercing colors that were just too bright for my taste. Get some commercials know? here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what year do you think? 1990. We're going to do uh, when Very Brady Christmas came out. Excellent. Good good idea. Good idea. So, yeah, let, let me go feed the meter and I'll be back in a flash, okay? Oh, yeah. What if you really had superpowers? That'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing. All right, we'll be back here. Oh, there we go. Look at young Chris Rock. Oh, man. Hey, I can imitate almost anything, but no one can imitate the pump. The original, the pump. From Reebok. Tell toys are fun, you see. Now you can get them so easily with toy money. With Christmas here. Toy money. Cut here and here. I'm Coca-Cola, Classic, Diet Coke, and Sprite. Toy money. Look for toy money coupons on specially marked packages of Coca-Cola Classic, Diet Coke, and Sprite. You'll save one, two, up to seven dollars instantly on select Mattel toys. Toy money. This holiday season, share the adventure and romance of the Nutcracker Prince with the whole family. 
a Nutcracker Prince, rated G. Now playing at a theater near you. It's hot and get it while it's here. Game Boy, the Do you have the time? Sorry, I took my watch apart. Well, after 4 p.m., you get a BK Broader for only 99 cents when you buy one at the regular price. 99 cents? Pretty radical. Sometimes you gotta break the rules. What happened to your kitty? He fell off this tray. <laughs> really? Uh huh. And then he bumped his head. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, then a big dog bit him. Golly. Then he fell down the stairs. And a car ran him over. He'll be better tomorrow. New patch-up pets come with everything you need to make them all better, each sold separately. Wow, Taco Bell done it again, my friend. Taco Bell done it again. They got free new menus, free low prices. Are you here all by yourself? I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. What would you do if your parents accidentally left you home alone? Well, how about shopping? Shaving? Crowbars up. This is my house. I have to defend it. And good old-fashioned crime fighting. Yes. Home Alone. Critics are calling it the funniest movie of 1990. Ready PG. Sneak preview Saturday night, 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. Check newspapers. From Walt Disney Pictures, somewhere in Australia, a young boy and his magnificent eagle have been kidnapped by an evil villain. I got her! Now the message is going out, and two little heroes are racing in. Let's go for it! In the most breathtaking rescue mission ever. We'll never make it! It's a story filled with fun, adventure, and wonderful Disney characters. Why the gum, right? Only in theaters, it's Walt Disney Pictures' all-new The Rescuers Down Under. Rated G. Starts Friday, November 16th at a theater near you. You know, it happened right here, 20 years ago. Right here, Mom? Mm-hmm. You just can't imagine what it felt like. I'd like to buy the world a home and furnish it with love. Grow apple trees and honeybees and snow white turtle dove. I'd like candy hot in world.
don't forget, the world premiere of my new music video follows the Simpsons tonight. For one night only, the world's number one recording artists will share a single stage. Dreams do come true. You put them at the top of the rock, rap, and country charts. Now, they're coming together for the musical event of the year. Featuring MC Hammer, Phil Collins, New Kids on the Block, Paul McCartney, Belle Biv DeVoe, Sinead O'Connor, Janet Jackson, and many more on the 1990 Billboard Music Awards. Monday night on Fox. Thank you. Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's, is always on the lookout for new food ideas. Try one? What do you call these things? What I could go for is a Big Dave's Deluxe. A Big Dave's Deluxe is a quarter pound of fresh beef, cheese, three strips of bacon, sautéed onions, but works, and it's only at Wendy's. Sure beats a crab puff. Come in today and try another Big Dave's Deluxe. impersonations and comes face to face with the real thing. I'm Billy D. Williams. I am confusing. And all new in living color. And a varmint raids Al's garden. I'm hunting wabbit. And now it's payback time. <laughs> Kiss your bunny bunny butt goodbye rabbit. Watch Bundy versus Bunny. At least he didn't shoot himself in the foot. Give him a minute. Levi's 501 Milkman. So why did you call the 800 number? I told him that I, I milked cows and probably squatted about 300 times a day. Now what are you doing now? It's tapped in the milk. The cows have names? No, they have uh, numbers. This cow right here, what's this cow's number? 17. Two. Two. Number two. I know there must be some mornings where you do not want to get out of bed. If I don't take care of the cows, then they're not going to take care of me. Mark, it's your fly button. Ooh, yeah. So why do you do this? It's right for me. Love it? Yeah. see him in person the little caesar's hand pump at just 99 cents at little caesar's pizza pizza saturday he's back our totally hideous baby returns his next stop the maternity ward <laughs> it's an all-new totally hidden video kid special saturday Meet two janitors who are about to find the secret of success is in the trash. This is gold. Now they're giving Wall Street a kick in the assets. Working trash. Garbage like that you come across once in a lifetime. A world premiere comedy Monday on Fox. Kevin! Home Alone is the funniest movie of the year. Rambunctiously funny. We left Hysterically funny. Polka, polka. Enormously entertaining. Yes, yes. A fun-filled, side-splitting belly laugh. Excellent. The best comedy of 1990 is Home Alone. Hope we didn't forget anything. Rated PG. Now playing at theaters everywhere. America's top comedians are putting on a show for America's top guns. I feel like Bob Hope. This is unbelievable. Comic Strip Live from Fighter Town, USA, Friday.
quote. Celica, one of the most eye-catching cars of the year. Auto Magazine. The performance is stunning. Sports Car International. Unquote. The 1991 Toyota Celica. Enough said. Enjoy extra sugar-free gum. You get extra flavor, extra fun, in extra sugar-free gum. The long-lasting sugar-free gum is extra with NutraSweet for extra refreshing flavor that lasts an extra, extra, extra long time. Extra flavor for that extra long class. Extra flavor for that extra long pass. When you're chewing extra, the extra fresh flavor lasts an extra, extra, extra long time. Extra lasts, extra long. Tonight. I'm going to make you a star now. Come on, let's go. How do you keep your big sister from meddling in your career? You are going to get me fired. If she's Charlene Gilbert, you don't. Hi. Babes, coming up next. There's a moment of time, maybe once in your life, feel that you're ready to fly. Innovative aerodynamics. Fuel injected multi-valve engines. Fuel injected multi-engines. Four-wheel independent suspension. We're back this here on Keith Bezos' technology for the 90s. This is. Let me turn myself up here. All right, we're gonna make it official. Every Ooh, I turned the wrong one down. We're gonna make it official. Hello, Larry. All right. I think we need to go back to where God. we were. Grape nuts still had commercials. Grape nuts is like eating the equivalent of eating gravel. It, it, it's worse than Captain Crunch. They got like you, you get a good bite every now and again. You bite into a grape nut and every fifth spoonful, you'll be like, oh, there's a grape. Yeah, it, like it, it is. Ekes in, it eeks into your cheek. You'll feel that little like, you know, when you get like a piece of salt in your tooth and you yeah, get the little yeah. hit with like, ooh, I got hit with. A, that's like what a grape nut is like. <laughs> it has to get caught in your teeth first before you actually experience it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the annual running of the President's Day Classic. Oh, oh, th this is the accent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Good. Who's this your whole, Is your whole entire family watching this yeah. particular race? <laughs> Have they all gotten together to do it? I never knew this existed, by the way. This... This and the Leave this it to Beaver. This was my favorite. Very Brady Christmas used to not like. I always liked this one because of the accident specifically. But but this and then last week or the last show the the Leave It to Beaver, uh, the new Leave It to Beaver. Oh, this was my era, dude. Yeah. Like all this shit came out when I was very much alive. So God, this was still? like I saw they would show this like around fall. Like they would show this in preparation for Very Brady Christmas. Very Brady Christmas was like the the end all be all yeah yeah and i remember watching that on my dorms everyone on the dorm floor got together and watched it on the uh on the den's television set a very brady christmas <laughs> yes mclaughlin house we had the lowest gpa of any floor in the entire university of wisconsin and we were Canada. proud man but, and that's what the you were holding the whole thing up huh uh no i i, I was not on academic probation but many people Ooh, were. they're on a cruise is is that mark supposed to be marcia it yeah, sure it's Marsha, yeah. God, they couldn't get uh, Marie McCormick for this, huh? Look at that cruise ship. Love Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, that is a... 
dated looking. Never been Thank on a cruise ship. That looked like a life. World War II submarine. <laughs> it was a troop right. transport ship. Boy, this is exciting. Oh, it is exciting because we know what's going to happen. Uh, the the baggy sweater that was in the Look at that TV. That TV wait. right there that he just flicked on. Oh, and I hate that I have to. I can't wait. Look at that TV. That's the kind of TV my dad used to watch studs on. Oh yeah, that was like a little box TV right there. Yeah, I remember watching uh, um, uh, uh, Cosby. Cosby on that. I, I got to point thing. it out for the people. This one right here for yeah. the people watching. <laughs> that, that's how small it was. So he's at his accounting gig. Is it, apparently, uh, yeah. Uh, is he on a construction site? I is think he he's. A, I think he's working with Mike. I think he's like. Oh, because because Mike's the architect. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So he's on a construction. I got site. him on site. <laughs> I love the design. But no, um, yeah, let, 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 let's, let's walk. Oh, I'm so looking forward to this dramatic I moment. Huh? I can't wait. No. Oh, before the yeah, race starts, can they're I drinking soft drinks soft and not beers. You know what I mean? Like it's a family show. Oh. You can get me some hot chocolate and a couple Snickers bars. No, she can't. It was worth a try. Wow, Ooh. that is some that's square my, humor. That's how my dad says to tree women. You know, no, you know, you can do that. They, uh, that's actual footage from a NASCAR race. They had yeah. one second legally yeah. of a NASCAR race. Yep. Fucking no, Joe. Joe Gibbs Racing didn't give his approval for this. <laughs> Joe, you know, remember Joe Washington? Do you have any memories of Joe Washington no. at all? He was a running back uh, who could catch the ball out of the backfield for the Redskins. Uh, he was on their, I think, the '82 team and the '83 team that lost the Raiders. '82 team that beat the Dolphins. He was the pit boss of his NASCAR team, and that was like deemed a very progressive thing that Joe Washington. Had uh, uh, you know that Joe Gibbs put Joe Washington in charge of that? Joe Gibbs had, had, had very successful NASCAR teams. You know? No, you don't. I no, love I how know. they're laying it on thick of like this is so great. I know. I'm so excited for Bobby. <laughs> I wish we could be there. <laughs> just, and Man, this downfall. ship vacation sure isn't exciting as it is at that racetrack right yeah. now. <laughs> well, yeah. Here. God, wearing my sweater. Wearing my salmon peach, colored my sweater. Peach, yeah, that that's that was a very early nineties salmon. Color. That was probably a power color for the time. That, that, that was also deemed like I mean, again, the eighties were still in there. You know, the nineties didn't become the nineties in like the mid nineties, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I think you know, Nirvana, obviously. So here here he is. Yeah, that, that's actual footage of like whatever. The Winston Cup. He's like, I can't tell. They're going so fast. <laughs> Look at these men racing. So fast. Alice, this camera's heavy. You're going to have to take hold soon. <laughs> oh, my God. You would not He's move it that way. He's such a bull out there. Yeah, you would, not, you would not move it that way. Oh, and she's a reporter. So well, she's a radio person. She's doing... Th- that's actually Susan Olsen. Fellow broadcaster, Cindy Brady. Exactly, like us. By the way, Eve Plum, the woman who played, uh, who played uh, Jan. Yeah. Uh... She sold her house in uh, Malibu uh, last year for four million dollars that th- that she bought with uh, Brady, Brady money, money, like in nineteen. I wonder how. I wonder what the what the like profit the initial, was on the, it. The initial price at home sixty nine thousand dollars. She sold it for four. Now she upgraded it a it's lot. It's probably obviously. the size of this apartment. Well, yeah. I mean, they did some Malibu things right, too. Here we but go. It's like, That's classic. This is like Porky's music. I feel like this is like 
We're gonna go get our bean snapped. It's what's gonna happen. Listen to this just horrible. Uh, okay, come on. Something's gotta happen now. Here oh, we go. Here we, oh, go. we go. Coming up the wall. Ooh. It's okay. It's all right. He just skidded out a little bit. So just to give you a little background, I used to reenact this crash with my cars, how he gets, spins out and then he slides down the bank. Yeah. Yeah. And as he's sliding down, he gets he's just T-boned. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. God, I saw uh, on the wall. supposed to do that. Oh, no. That's her. That's her comedic line. Oh, oh, Mr. Brady. It's, it's, it's not supposed to happen. Well, that's Eve Plum. Yeah, that's Jan. Well, get off the track. I don't know. I don't know, sexy man. Sexy ass bitch. Hey, listen, uh, get, get me a razor so I can shape it. Oh! Uh-oh, The reaction What if Barry show? Williams was turning a trick as this happened? <laughs> Male prostitute Barry Williams walking the streets of, uh, <laughs> yeah, of West Hollywood. Barry Williams has a gigolo vibe to him. <laughs> he does a little bit, you know? You know? <laughs> Time to change. You've got to, to rearrange. Re- he fucking sings that while he fucking pounds women. Yeah. Yeah. I love how just because it's her family, they're like, sure, we'll broadcast a NASCAR race on our rock and roll channel. <laughs> because you're Thindy Brady. Look at this. Could you have any real footage of a death crash, man? Yeah. They should have had the one of when Earnhardt, literally the car flew in the middle of the air on the track. Remember well, that one? Speaking of that here. That was a crazy crash. That truly was a crazy crash. We'll see this one. This is real. It's not graphic, but we're going to do some shit here. I remember that one. Because I used to watch George Michael Sports Machine. Any NBC affiliate had George Michael Sports Machine, and they would have NASCAR highlights. You remember remember the Sunday Night Sports Show? You oh, must yeah. have watched in Chicago. Craig Ironhead Hayward used to host one. Ironhead. Did you, know? you eat your... He was the original Chunky Soup guy. Oh, we got to go back. Ooh. Here we go. Oh, here we go. That's a problem. People died on this, didn't they? Only Dan Weldon. So he... I, I'm going to try and... So they're on board with Dan Weldon right now. So when they pan out, keep an eye on this white and black car. 77. 77. So you see the thing happen in front of him? He's like in front of that pack. He launches into the wall like he flies into the wall and goes airborne. That's that's like six cars or eight cars. Yeah. Well, that's how much faster they go. Like these cars are going like 200 miles per yeah. hour. Yeah. They now have halos and their heads are completely secured in. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. almost not survivable. You can uh, fire, I think, is the biggest hazard now. Yeah. But they've pretty much ixnayed these like. Ooh, look at this. This guy's got to be burning. You have is to try to avoid it. Involved. Sounds and bell. There, some of the flag is out here. Well, look at at Las Vegas Motor When you see on one of those cars, li- they're really small. The actually, they're kind of small. Hildebrand out of his car. He managed. Will power. They get the cars. But for so this a- happened when in '97. No, it's just a small miscommunication um, between two drugs. Impossible. In front of you, 
You can never have enough reaction time. It's, a, it's impossible. You have no time to do anything. Oh man! Maybe it's just a small miscommunication between two drivers. Yeah. Somebody spins, and you have. That's the real Bobby Brady right there. The real Jan Brady. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Um, so yeah, and then they had to announce that Dan Weldon pa- passed on. I think he's the last death. Yeah, that was nineteen, or that was uh, I think two thousand and some two thousand and seven or something like that. Wow, wow, that, yeah, that was an intense crash. I mean, yeah. there was multiple cars going up in flames on that. Let's cleanse the palate. We got a couple yeah. more topics to talk about. Sure. We got Bill Murray. I was thinking about that too. Uh, uh, so he got tossed off of the, like a movie he's doing is being delayed because he's like a dick apparently. And this will be hard hitting. There's a lot of people who get caught up in this, like he's toxic on set where you're kind of just like, yeah, whatever. We don't give a fuck about this person. Like no one really likes Jeff Garland. Like they like that. He's on curb your enthusiasm, but like yeah. no one fucking stump. So like when he came out that he was like a creep, like dickhead, people were like, oh, it's whatever. Everybody loves Bill Murray. Yeah. And now everyone's like, yeah, like, I guess his wife said he was had hit her before. Like, he's had accusations in the past of, like, getting drunk and pounding his old lady and shit. Well, I think I told you the story when we were off air here. I knew a guy who worked on a few sets with him. Like, I think it was some commercials. I don't know what it was. Look at Travolta. Come here, kid. Is, is this uh, the sweat on? You going to do what my daddy does to me? This is a uh, welcome back Cotter, right? Yeah. I got to go in. Oh, I'm not a Scientologist yet. My life is all uh, chaos and my dating's a roll off. You know, and I haven't come to terms with my sexuality. But my hair's great. I've actually (laughs) come to terms with it quite comfortably. I just can't tell anyone, Mr. Carter. And now I'm I'm totally bald. I've gone the opposite direction. His hair was one of the reasons why. Who do I tell Freddie Washington smells different than everybody? (laughs) He's a total racist. Um, But no, I was saying... A guy on set said Bill Murray does this, I guess, every set, uh, picks on one, t- takes one person out and just rides them the entire time, like during the day shoot. And you never know who it's going to be. That's very Ellen-ish. That's you like know? what Ellen did. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. I had a passenger. I dropped him off at the Ellen show. It, it, it was one of the producer's parents. The, the guy's from Illinois, the, one of the producers for uh, for Ellen. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about, they, they actually lived in Glen Ellen, of all places. Huh. It was a couple. They had Glen DeGeneres. It <laughs> was a couple, uh, older couple, you know, their, their grandparents and their, and their granddaughter, dropping him off for one of the final shows of Ellen. And I asked him, I said, listen, if you can't say anything, I get it. Maybe there was an NDA. But what was really going on in the Ellen DeGeneres show? Was it as bad as Hard they say? NDAs on the Ellen show. Uh, well, yeah, because their immediate reaction was, oh, no, no, no. There were two interns who were very young, and she didn't say good morning one morning. And uh, and, and, and then that's what started it all. And I was like, I doubt that. I, I, I doubt... Not saying good morning. you know, because like, Good morning, Mr. DeGeneres. I've heard she would make people change their clothes if she didn't like it. She would tell people, your breath smells. Go home and brush your teeth. And she would openly say she would do what Murray's doing, but more open. Like she would go like, I'm going to torture you today. Like she would openly say, I'm in a bad mood. I'm going to pick on you all day today. And you, I could see how you say that as a joke in like a head coach type of way. of like, I'm going to yeah. ride. I'm going to ride your ass, boy. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. I'm going to have your daddy and your mommy watching you sweat. Like yeah. there's that head coach NFL shit that's you can almost laugh that off and be like, ha ha ha. OK, yeah, you're going to. But she would actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I'm going to I'm going to torture you today in front uh, of your parents. There's Drew Michael. Yeah, <laughs> I, I told it to Drew Michael one time. Uh, the look in his eye. He wanted to Probably murder you were me. an anti-Semite. You know, he wa- I, I said, you look like Gabe Kaplan, young Gabe. Kaplan. And it was just like, 
Oh, I yeah, because he used to have that big fro. He even looks like Warshack a oh, little yeah, bit. You know something, Mr. Carter? I'm in an existential crisis because I can't hear in one ear, Mr. Carter. Uh, he was actually uh, not allowed to be. Uh, uh, he, he's, he's dead, actually, now. He's dead. Uh, the guy who played Horseshack, he was gay. He lived for a long time. Yeah, yeah, he was. Oh, he died. He died of the scourge. I don't think he, he died. Did. He, he he died on the grid. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> I I don't. I, that's a good. Uh, was it Ron Pelinano or whatever was his name? And then there's Epstein. I'm a Puerto Rican Jew. Oh yeah, I mean, it's th- just the time. Th- is this supposed to be Cooley High? Oh oh no yeah well yeah this was because he was in Cooley High. Oh Washington, Washington was. was in Cooley. High. Absolutely. Uh, this was yeah. There was a detective. There we go. Oh look, <laughs> Mr. Cotter. Uh, this whole show was literally based on a six-minute set of stand-up that Gabe Kaplan did on The Tonight Show about, you know, when I was growing up, we lived in Brooklyn. We had a group of, we were Check called it! the Sweat Hogs. We were called the Sweat Hogs. It literally was based on a six-minute show. And we would see black guys and Check go, <laughs> Well, he comes back. Who would have thought they'd need you? Who oh, that's the jam, by the way. Look, I can explain this whole thing. You see, Mr. Oops, jeez, what's going on? I gotta figure out why that's... I'm, I have all the sound off. All the sound is down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm doing it for the camera, the timer for the camera, yeah. but like, son of a bitch. It's okay. We're watching Welcome Back Cotter right now. Liam, we're talking about Bill Murray being so, an so, ass. Yeah, so what this is, is going to Bill- ruin his Netflix Christmas special for this household. I'll what, tell you that. What has Bill Murray done, supposedly? They won't set? say, which makes me think it's bad. It just says inappropriate behavior on set. Well, again, what I know could be pinch and nip. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he grabs butt and like spanks ass and like calls people. You know what? You know what? Again, your your mind goes exy. Here's what it would suck though, and probably more likely what it is. He probably calls women sweetheart, and like I bet you people say like he's demeaning. It's toxic. He's always making fun of us. What I heard is he's just a jerk to one person set and just like. Well, I don't know specific examples of what he said, but he would just be like, no, you're not doing that right. Oh, that's incorrect. And, and like really questioning their work and stuff, like what they're actually and like really. But again, that's all a technique to make everyone else whip into shape, which is so yeah. which is so bullyish and so assholeish. Oh, my God. It's so uncool. It's what a leader to set does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think we all know a certain person who's got a television show called uh, we Ro- that's how we roll. Freddie was like the uh, the final say insult. Like everyone were the dumb honkies, and Freddie Boom Boom Washington, I feel like, was like the actual cool guy. I, on I the don't show. know if Boom was Boom Boom in his name. Freddie Boom Boom Washington. That's what they just, called him. Oh really? I, don't, I, don't I mean, know. I don't think that's like his God given name, but they well, call yeah. him that. Isn't he on the basketball team? Yeah. We're all on the basketball team too, just because we're main cast members. <laughs> well, I remember there's an episode where he has to take on um, Gabe Kaplan. Uh, in a one-on-one basketball game, and 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 Mr. Cotter plays pretty well against him. Gabe Kaplan used to be the anchor, the anchor leg on the Battle of the Network Stars. So he was. The, this was an ABC show, if I'm not mistaken. So he would run the anchor against Robert Conrad from Ba Ba Black Sheep on NBC, and Gabe Kaplan won. He was fast. Gabe Kaplan was a fast man, I guess. <laughs> Professional poker player Gabe Kaplan. That's what he does now. He plays poker. He, he's oh, on, yeah. He's, oh, absolutely. He's, he's on all those Texas Hold'em shows and that's stuff. That's like the escape. That's the one thing you do when you failed at acting, but you want credit still. Like, like uh, Jen Tilly became a pro poker player. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. Like yeah. real good, like ranked, like world ranked. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I, I, I guess uh, Kaplan's totally good. Also, 
completely bald like like Travolta. Doesn't have, doesn't have the fro like that anymore. He would oh, always no. tell his jokes the big to his wife Julie. A little more modern, fucking. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and find something while we eat. No, this is Law and Order, dude. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. She probably was on Law and Order or uh, The Wire. Yeah, w- w- look what at she- Dennis Farina. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's that dude cop. from Rent. That black guy on the sh- on the that's he's in Rent. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He he has his, his lover dies of. You of, love of, that guy. Yeah, yeah. his yeah. lover. You know, and then Farina beat cop on Howard on Howard at on. Howard I was Street. there for the 1968 Democratic. You know, we went down there. Convention. We cracked some skulls and some hippies. I was just following orders. Oh, they're both in rent. They're both in rent. How many other women? She was in rent too. Oh yeah, she was. It's she was rent, in rent week. Too. It's oh, rent week here God. on Law and Order. God, God. Which cast member of Rent is going to commit a rape? Oh God, who didn't pay their rent? Who it's didn't probably pay when the movie their came rent. out because he yeah, was on yeah. the show. So he was like, "Look, let's get it. Let's get yeah, my girl in yeah, here." Yeah, yeah. He's a hot. Here's hot a news star. thing we can talk about while we put this on. We got snow coming on the Hallmark Channel. Candace Cameron Bure has left the Hallmark Channel to go to good, great American country productions. Now, they say Trump owned, but it's a little more complicated than that. It's owned by a dude who just recently try and tried to buy Newsmax and OAN. Ed Marinero is on this. That's, that's coffee from Hill Street Blues. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some right wing network. Yeah. And they've already lured. Um, oh, that's probably me. They've already lured um, uh, Danica McKellar or whatever, Winnie Cooper from the Wonder uh-huh. Years. Yeah. Um, Lori Laughlin, old girl from the college scandal. She like they're luring a lot. They've brought a lot of Hallmark people over to this great American country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They know they know. But, well, here's what the classic right wing tactic is, is they offer like executive producer roles and like you're going to have complete creative control. So Candace Cameron Bure is going to make like Christian family based television. Uh-huh. It's going to be like straight up over the top like hallmark is bad oh yeah yeah but here's what the overall complaint is is it's too woke hallmark is too woke look at this this is too woke for people crocious oh my god it's these people are olive skinned where are the white people were being threatened only the glass of milk is that the whitest thing on this fucking scene right it's, now it's ed marinero a getting a do. paycheck fucking ed marinero you uh, know? You, 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 he's an, he played for the vikings you know what he played he play? Super Bowl eight, 8 and 9. He was a running back. Speaking of that, we can get <clears> to this, too. He, he, he was a running back because uh, he could catch the ball out of the backfield. I want to look at it. Run you over this. He, he also played for Cornell, and he played a, a police officer coffee on uh, on uh, uh, on Hill Street Blues. He's in his like 70s a, now. Yeah, time caps. I just want to have that pulled up. So, yeah, so they're, but they've locked down uh, Lacey Chabert, who we've seen. She's on like a. What's that fucking remember that show where the where it was about the broads who have the fucking the flowers from the it was like those three girls who like want they always catch the flower at each oh, other's wedding. Oh, yes. Yes. The the bridesmaids. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She's one of the bridesmaids. Hallmark yeah. just locked her down. Yeah. Um, oh, so oh, they're oh, throwing the new, money. The, the new so, network. Did. So it, no, the Hallmark locked her down. Oh, oh, oh they were. And, we don't, we don't want to lose you. So, yeah. Hallmark Ooh. is kind of afraid of like you're stealing and they locked down a couple of the guys. But I just love that this is too woke for some of the Christians. Well, that they had a, two women kissing at one time. Well, and I, I guess as someone I don't know if she's a person or they're a person of color but the person who runs hallmark now specifically wanted to fix they would call it the all-white christmases from hallmark <laughs> well yeah it's like well so i oh god i don't i think that's my... what people mean when they say woke anytime you say like oh this is a little too white we're gonna make it diverse they think oh you're gonna go woke 
What, are we going to have Christmas shows about mosques now? Yeah, yeah. well, we, a Christmas show about mosques. Even though it's Ramadan, yeah, exactly. Christmas Eve. <laughs> Ultra soft and strong. It, it, it is, yeah. Yeah, God. So here's a good commercial yeah. topic. Okay, good. Ooh, I got hooked yeah. here. Um, we're going to get into the top five and uh, the five best and worst NFL drafts. Here we go. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like that idea. I like that topic. Yeah, Ed Marino, who went to Cornell. Do you know he, when he was drafted? Uh, he was drafted. Um, so here's the top 10 composite drafts. Number 10, 1969. Five of the top six. So they, they <clears throat> reference a thing called wave in this. It's wins above, wins uh, weighted average value. It's like their war, their wins above replacement in the NFL. It's a, it's so a, is, that, is that Terry Bradshaw on that? What do you mean? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, the, who, 69? No, 69 was mean Joe Green. Joe, uh, Ted Hendricks, Joe Green, OJ, Charlie Joyner, Roger Wor- Worley. He was a wide receiver for the Cardinals. Yeah, uh, there are only a handful of classes that top heavy, uh, that top heavy, and a few of those classes will be high. Uh, so they get into that. Like some of these are ranked based on like some of them are top heavy, some of them are bottom heavy. Um, number nine was 1997. Really, it's 27th overall, but this is like the weighted average. Four of the top eight wave players have made the hall of fame jason taylor orlando pace walter jones tony gonzalez and ronde barber has been a finalist for a few years but like 1969 the strength of this class is top heavy with a drop-off coming around the top 50 mark number eight is 1981 lawrence taylor mike singletary ronnie yes. lott ricky jackson yeah that, that, that was a good draft howie long russ Grimm, kenny easley number seven is 71 it, can, can i can i give it a chance yeah. shout, shout out who was in 71 Joe Theismann, yep. Archie Manning, yep. Dan Pastorini. And Plunkett. And Plunkett. And Ken Anderson. Kenny Anderson. Kenny Anderson. Big quarterback. And none of them yeah. are in the Hall of Fame, but it's... And then this class possesses five Hall of Famers. Jack Ham, Jack Youngblood, Riggins, Dan Deardorff, and Harold Carmichael. Harold Carmichael. Uh, John Riggins was drafted in 71. He played until 85 as a running back. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, number six is 1993. Um, Michael Strahan, Will Shields, Willie Rofe, John Lynch, Jerome Bettis. Ooh. Says this class reminds him of 71 with quality quarterbacks throughout the top 10. Bledsoe, Mark Brunel, Trent Green, but uh, likely not Hall of Fame bound anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. Bledsoe was good. Number five is 98. That's the Peyton Manning draft. Yes. Number four is 1988. Deion Sanders, Barry Sanders, Troy Aikman. Who did the Vikings draft? In 88, they drafted Randall McDaniel, who was an offensive lineman who was great. This class great. has five Hall of Famers. Randall McDaniel, yeah, R- Thurman R- Thomas, Tim Brown, Michael Irvin, and Daramonte Dawson. Uh, do, do you know with, with, with Randall McDaniel, just a quick little stat with him. People often ask me, who's the greatest Viking ever? You, well, you it's you, Randall McDaniel? You, you say Peterson, you say Moss. That's what I always thought it would be John Randall, because I saw a yeah. documentary about how he would like scream at people and like give you crazy eyes on the line. Yeah, well, no, Randall was great. Randall McDaniel, his, uh, as an offensive lineman, he played 12 years for the Vikings and two years for the Buccaneers. 14-year career. You know how many holding penalties he had in a 14-year career? There's not many stats for linemen. You know how many holding penalties he had? Five. Zero. He didn't really? have a single hole this entire NFL career. That's pretty sick. He was he was a an immediate pro bowler upon playing. He's actually, can make the argument, the best Viking ever. But anyway, yeah. yeah. What, what other drafts are in there? I love, I love it. Because we're coming up to the draft. Yeah, it's yeah. in like four days. It's in two days. Just to give a little sound, I like the silence. It's like my... So yeah. number three is 2001. Joey Dane Harrington. Tomlinson, <laughs> Steve Hutchinson, Richard Seymour, Breeze, uh, Reggie Wayne, Steve Smith. That's a good draft. Number two was 1996. 1996 is... 
the most important year of my life. It's just, I got into so much stuff. Like I was already into Nirvana. Yeah. yeah. And like, it was just such a huge year. The movie awards were sick. Kiss put the makeup back on. Yeah, absolutely. It was just yeah. a great time to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. The 90- bubbles were at their peak. No bubbles were about to pop, but boy, did they exist. Yeah. Internet, real estate.com. Yeah. Fucking, you yeah. know, absolutely. made for TV movies. We're still doing it in 1996. <laughs> so I'm going to say teens and young adults. Coach told me how stoked you were. Uh, yeah. Stoked you were. Um, That's woke. You hear how woke they're talking? It is stoked. I know only black surfer heroin addicts talk like that. Yeah, on Venice Beach in a California. Brussels sprouts cookbook. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. '96. Uh, that that would be a uh, Keyshawn Johnson was in. He was the first overall pick of that draft. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis is in that. Wow. Sal. Marvin Harrison. Sal, I can't believe you didn't realize I was drafted in '96. Terrell Sal. Owens. I thought you were a friend of mine. Sal. Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins. Ooh, ooh, like Wolverine. He was a good player, Sal. Jonathan Ogden. I loved him. Ogden, good, 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 good tackle. Oh, Sal. Zach Thomas. Hack Thomas. I remember him. Willie Anderson. Listen, listen to that draft. Amani Toomer, Eddie Kennison, Joe Horn, and Terry Glenn are borderline top 20 in terms of wave. Number one, 1983, obviously. Well, yeah. Yeah. Here are the yeah. five worst composite drafts. This one they don't necessarily one. list, and these are like your a lot of your era. Number 42 overall, but this is like their five. So like um 1984. Really? Oh, you want to know why? You want to know why the top player was me? Boomer? Well, a top quarterback, uh, Irving Fryer was taken. It's because the USFL was was taking a lot of players at that time. So there weren't as many uh, good. By the way, we got to talk about that. Did you watch the USFL? I did not. You said that to me, but I know it it has been now. It is now a league. They're all playing in Birmingham this year. It's like a bubble. It's like a non-COVID COVID COVID bubble. Wow. So they're going to all play in, in Birmingham, Alabama this year. And then next year, I think the teams just don't have leases for stadiums. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 84 was also like. I mean, <sighs> tied for 43, 82, 72, 78. I, I'll tell you who was drafted in 84. Uh, Key, oh, Chris Dolman was drafted in 84 by Another the Vikings. Vikings. And he's in the Hall he of Fame. He played when I was a kid. Oh, he, 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 was, he was a great football he, player. I didn't realize he was that old. Oh, he was great. He was a linebacker. He was a fourth overall player taken. No, 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 no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. That, that, that was the 85 draft. 84 was Keith Millard. Tied for 43, 82, 72, 78. Top players from those drafts, respectively. Marcus Allen, Franco Harris, James Lofton. Yeah. 78 was Lofton. Then they have 2009. Top player, Matt Stafford. Um, like the 82 class, sent four to Catton. Uh, or wait, there were no Hall of Famers from the 84 class. We can take 2009 away from the Hall of Fame count since they're still playing and not eligible yet. The 82 class sent four to Canton, though. Allen, Mike Munchak, yep. Andre Tippett, and Morton Anderson, Lofton, Earl Campbell, and Ozzie Newsom landed in the Hall of Fame for 78. 78 yeah. Harris is the only Hall of Famer from his class. From 72? Here's the biggest disparities. Wow. Here's the biggest disparity wow. drafts where they say like they were either top heavy or bottom heavy. 76. Uh, this f- Mike Haynes, Largent, Harry Carson, Jackie Slater. Leroy Selman, but only three of those players yielded a career wave above 90. Mike Haynes, Mike Haynes, pays all this the truth. There's only one defensive back who's been in Dion's category, and it was Michael Haynes. Michael Haynes was a very good defensive back. Excellent for the Patriots. I think he had nine interceptions his rookie year. He was great. He was Next very- only top or bottom heavy draft, 85. 
Ooh, ooh. This is when they got Dolman. Yeah. Jerry Rice, Bruce Smith, Randall Cunningham, Andre Reed, Lamas or Lamas Brown. Lomas, Lomas Brown. Brown. Yep. Kevin Green, Ray Childress. Uh Al Toon was in that draft. And then said it's basically those players. Yeah. Yeah. Uh seventy seven. Only Tony Dorsett ended with a career wave above one hundred. Wow. Bob Baumhauer at eighty five. Oh yeah, well, he was a uh, he was a defensive end if I'm not mistaken. Right? Oh yeah, those guys just lasted back then. Those well, were just paperweights back then. Well, yeah, he, he was basically he's the anchor of our <laughs> attack. <laughs> I, I think he was one of the killer bees guy for for the uh, for the Dolphins. Two thousand and six. Um, this was uh yeah, that was a bad draft. Yeah, overall rank thirty. Was that like Mario Williams was the first overall pick yeah, in that draft? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vince exactly. Evans, I think, was in that draft. No, Vince Evans. Vince Evans was in the Vince like, 79. Young. Vince man. Young. Vince Young. Yeah, Vince Evans. Again, I, I give the Bears credit. They had an African-American quarterback when that was not chic. That was not chic whatsoever. He was uh, uh, he was in the height of, uh, of the racism of the world. Aaron so. Foster is a, is a Vince Evans fan because when he was a kid, you know, he had a black quarterback. So do you want to get into TV league standings or do you want to do Colin? It's Sue Collin. Okay. Yeah. So the big football news, I think, is this fucking uh, Debo Samuel thing. So here's Colin talking Debo here. Well, he grew up with money. It, 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 it <laughs> he grew up with me, money? That's, that's his about, insight? That's my favorite part about Colin is he's all about, like, all his references are based on, like, I mean, grow up in a desert next to rocks. Everything's <laughs> great for you. Yeah? Yeah. What, Real excited. That's, that's like how a, he starts. You're like sorry, a puppy yeah. hanging. But, you know, privilege, people. You're hard to please. Exactly. My dad exactly. used to bring home T-bones. I'd throw them against the wall. Be like, you bring home prime rib here in the herd household. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he went on the other day to say that all billion, every billionaire is smart. If you can earn a billion dollars, you are smart. That's his whole bent. There's no way possible that you can generate that much money and be stupid. There You're is, not like the guy my daughter dates. Yeah, yeah. He's only worth 4.2 million. It, Never going to be a billionaire. I, not a I, thanker. I get it. Yes, you are in. God, that's just such part of our culture where they just project intelligence into everything is to kiss the wealthy's ass. We should just kiss their ring. Oh, there is an intelligence that's required for that. Son obviously. of a bitch. There's Colin also me, smart people all over the place, you know, that maybe aren't discovered because they're not given the opportunity. You know, it's just I don't, I, I, the worship of wealth in this culture is truly, truly like, honestly, Keith. You know, oh, Adam, he loses it on stage sometimes. God damn it. We got he blocked it. again. He, he gets angry on stage. I got to figure out what this was now. Do, do you know that's a lot of my anger is that right there? Is It's just always the, the grinding on me. But why the worship of wealth? It's so galling. But it's very real. I have to figure out again. We got temporarily blocked again. Yeah, well, that, that, that's not good. So anyway, uh, but with you, what are you thinking for the for the Bears? Oh, they don't have a pick. They don't have a first pick, do they? But they have second round picks. They got two, right? Because they traded Khalil Mack to the Chargers. Yeah, yeah so they got two second just, round picks. I mean, offensive linemen Honestly, and wide receivers. You know something, man? Just grab those. Yeah, that, that, that is two second round picks is totally good, man. I think this I'm is the one you. draft where you cannot get criticized because nobody's expecting anybody to be good. So if you can get people that are good, it's it's like a win win. Like if you miss on picks, people are like, well, this draft sucked anyway. And if you get picks that hit, they'll be like, oh, that was a great pick yeah, by this yeah. team. Well, the quarterbacks aren't there this year. That, that, that's the big, uh, but, but, but the receivers, are, are, are. it's a very receiver-heavy draft. So they get guys in the second round. By the way, economically speaking, I think I've talked about this before, in the second round, that's the most economically like uh, efficient, I don't know if it's the right term, pick. The first round picks, 
too much hit or miss. Too much hit or miss. They can hit. They can also miss. You lose more money. Yeah. Second round pick, they can hit for less money. We're coming back here. The, st- the study is the 39th pick is the optimal pick to have from a business point of view, given yeah. the economics and the structure of the NFL. So that's so. his thing. So now I have to narrate it because obviously we can't play Colin. We might have to alter our Colin segment here because he's on to us. Here's my impression of Colin's on to us. It also could have been the Hallmark movie. Hallmark pops us a lot. Yeah. Too. Yeah. They probably. Yeah. I'm okay. going to have to make a list of things that I can't yeah. play the audio on. <laughs> the, um, um, so Colin's whole thing. And this is what's so funny is his whole thing is like, you got to pay the wide receivers. You pay him quarterback money. Like, look at the teams that are good. They all pay their wide receivers. And then he's saying like, Debo wants money. He's being selfish. And that's what he's getting into about like, oh, Debo Samuel grew up poor. So it's all about money for him. And it's understandable. Grow up playing with scorpions here in South Carolina. <laughs> eating turtle soup. <laughs> eating squirrels. You know, I, I suppose you, Shannon Sharp. I guess the Sharps are so poor that they literally had like turtle soup and stuff. Turtle soup is a thing you get in the South. They got those they got those weird diets in the South. Rob Aponte's here. He says, make an audio enemies list. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, Debo Samuel is a talent. He is a. Ta- I, I honestly think uh, I want to say one thing with with the NFL draft. We can wrap it up with the NFL draft. Uh, uh, well, I think I'm just going to have to go to like actual sports TV. I, I think the the Vikings are going to trade their pick. A lot of teams are going to trade up. I think they're. I think trade down. The Vikings are going to trade down. Actually, yeah, and gather some. Picks. I can't wait for the Detroit Lions to see who they pick. <laughs> well, they suppose they're going to take a quarterback with the last player taken. They have the they have the thirty second pick. And they also, because obviously because of the Rams, and they got their, their pick, too. They have two first-round picks. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Linemen and, and receivers for the Bears, they got to get a supporting cast for uh, Fields, you know. So let's try and find. I'm going to try and find a show that is on the actual TV league here. Ooh, a different world is on. What can we do the, the catch-up to? I know they got NCIS on somewhere. This is a this can be a proving ground of what the big shows are, is like I guarantee you NC, some, someone's playing NCIS right now. They have to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's got to be a network, uh, an NCIS, which is number two in the, in the league standings. Yeah, they made a catch up today uh, because uh, the season of Grey's Anatomy is over. So their own see, Look, Sundance TV playing season two of NCIS. There we go. <laughs> you just know it's on. You got, it's on everywhere. Um, so here I'm going to look at the standings here. So, yeah, Grey's Anatomy is still number one at 81 points. NCIS is now number two at 75 points. Um, who were our risers this week? Yeah. We had on Monday, April 18th, Bridgerton debuted 55.94. Now, that was 52, and I gave it three because it was pretty social media heavy. Not as bad as it was actually the social media buzz was how it wasn't as sexy as season one. They wanted more fucking 1800s boning. Because Bridgerton is a period piece about, about a about, black about a black queen. Where it was a real person. It's based. It's like a based on a series of books. And like I guess back in England, there was supposedly this girl who this royal person who might. It was like the it's like the Hamilton thing of like they think he was a part like Dominican or something. Oh yeah, okay. They don't know, but they think so. They think. That this princess was like part black. Okay. So this dude wrote these series of books, these YA books about embellishing it, obviously. YA books. Like That's in good. in the show, she's RuPaul, basically. Like really? it's, it's Hello, the black. I'm over cl- the top. Well, no, it's oh, more girlfriend. But as far as like <laughs> London, tall, tall black, like there's no disputing it. Oh, this yeah. is yeah. a black family in the royal like 
in the royals yeah yeah so the first season is all like super woke um and like they bang all the time it's real spicy it was super popular i'd be interested to see where it is next week because it's at like two billion watch minutes it might get to three (sighs) that's a lot um so that debuted at 55 okay so that is now i think that got into fourth place bridgerton is in fifth now Followed followed promptly by Squid Games at also fifty five, but fifty five point twenty. Wow! Bridgerton and Squid Game are neck and neck. They are absolutely. Um, Netflix, by the way, took it on the chin with their stock. They did man. take it on the chin. Apple TV is new is app is officially it's number taken one. Over officially. Um, I keep now now I keep checking the stream. What are you checking on? Uh, I just I just got a text from my lady friend. Sorry about that. Oh, uh, I just respond because we're getting ready. I'm going to the Bay Area this weekend. I don't know if you know this. I'm going to meet her mom. Actually, we're okay, crossing a threshold. So then, Human Resources debuts on Netflix. I don't know what that okay. is. Human Resources? Oh, is it like someone like a Human Resources department trying to trying to uh, maneuver the world of uh, pronouns? You know, is that is that what it is? Like, oh no, we, you said them, they. What, what can't? What, what, what is them and they? Is offensive, right? No, them. that's the way oh, that the is. That's the appropriate. Genders are bad. So them meaning oh 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 them over there. Like what kind? Them and they is just like it's the same just thing. Just people. It's just it's just the way you use they and them instead of he and she. Okay. Oh, bring them over here. Oh, oh I'll let them in the car. At Not the open let her mic, in the I car. went to at this. I went to an open mic across the street, and it was like a super like progressive woke kids open mic. And they, so for example, they'd be like, so I date the co-host. They're so great. So oh, I met oh. their parents. Yeah. Like, and it, you do can't notice it. Yeah. From yeah. being programmed in my head. Yeah. Of yeah. like just knowing people by fucking. Okay. I, I don't know about you, but that's a real imposition on my freedom as a human being. Oh, so human I, resources is offended. one of those animated I, shows. I'm not offended by the massive economic inequality in this country. I'm offended by not being able to say a pronoun he and she. Boy, they're out of control, aren't they? That's Human Resources is an American adult sitcom that serves as a spinoff of Big Mouth. Oh, okay. So it's a Big Mouth spinoff. What was Big Mouth? Again? Big Mouth is about a cartoon show about a bunch of middle schoolers that are dirty and foul mouth. It's, oh, like, okay. it's like Nick Kroll South Park. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that debuted on Netflix 5.40, kind of at the bottom. Is it cake? Shot up hard. I gave it extra points because it went from... Let's see what the action. We have where's is a cake uh, on the league table. Okay, okay. I can't believe. I mean, this is all. Do you actually? I mean, does this like? Do you have an algorithm that just places them? Yeah. (laughs) Have you put the code in to do this? This is impressive. Shows that I thought would be higher are not as high. Like this Viking Valhalla. God damn it. Is sixty, which is still respectable, right? Viking Valhalla is respectable. Would you agree? Yeah, well, only because it's like a. Here's where they're at with reboots. So that's. Everybody thought it was a sequel to that Vikings History Channel show, and it's not. It's, yeah, it's the same thing. producer. It's its own thing, but it is a continuation of the show. Oh, okay. That's so. Is it cake? Is at one thirty fourteen point five zero. So it went from yeah. Um, just, just saw it. Yeah. This week, is it cake? Had, had I think over a billion watch minutes. Jesus. Yeah, it was one point one eight five billion. It went up like six hundred million watch minutes. I don't know what it was. Where like it just caught on. Maybe it was like maybe weather was bad. Maybe because of those tornadoes all over the Midwest, people were hunkered down watching Netflix. Like it's weird. I always wonder what caused it's oh Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus is you get all three for the price of Netflix. Well, yeah. Then you yeah, why 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 wouldn't you yeah go for the three versus the one? Yeah. 
you know so they'll have to probably lower their prices tuesday april 19th fbi mr mayor this is us fbi international the blackish finale happened the blackish finale had the classic couple in their empty living room ending oh really yeah like fresh prince where you do the final like look around there's no furniture turn the light off family ties was that way too yeah yeah i think cheers was that way you know classic empty room ending absolutely and then just and literally just like the light turns off and it's like yeah executive producer and and i think it's good because it's the first time a show that got canceled got to end like it didn't end they probably had to quickly cut some shit off like did it get canceled because it did something wrong did it, did it miss just lower ratings it's not exactly. getting yeah it got canceled for the yeah, jeff yeah. garland snuck on set and fucking <laughs> well what did garland say what, what did he do what did he, he say? i guess he just tells inappropriate jokes on set i i, I could see that just the, yeah. this one it's my process second it's, city <laughs> we rape people <laughs> this is what you do um i'm trying to see if anything else interesting took the win i mean we have oh this welcome to flatch show finally took a win actually the host of the open mic i did across the street is in it. it's parks and rec but more white trash yeah based. yeah yeah that's exactly what it is yeah uh, some of you know i actually was uh, in it or something yeah it? one of the la comics oh, okay holmes one of those broads who only has one name because she's so fucking gay dude like fucking holmes it's fucking ambiguous you can't tell my gender with that name i am uh i'm out of touch keith i'm out of touch it comes at you quick when you're at these open mics with like yeah. it's like a learning experience you learn all these fucking ways to fucking describe people that don't actually describe people yeah i, <laughs> I, I uh yesterday yeah I, I said the line on stage i was like uh I said, uh, I said he, I think, right? I said like, like uh, with the men, I was like, and the women are included too. I said that, like, that got a big laugh, you know, that got a big laugh. I, I, the context of how I was saying it, it was my millennial bitching joke, which got big laughs. I might add, I got at least some laughs. Well, it was big laughs, but we got some laughs. I've ha- I've had bigger laughs, but I'm getting the rust off. I'm starting to feel like I'm getting a little bit of a routine going, where I'm just like, just trying to get up once a week. That's all. Just get the rust off, you know. Yeah, Rob says, so I'm going to read the chat. I was off the chat a little bit. Um, he says, oh, yeah, he says that human resources is good. Cartoon based in the world of going through changes. Yeah, that's Big Mouth. Yeah, they're all like going through puberty and shit in Big Mouth. When it's time to change, you've got to rearrange. Anytime you get an opportunity for a child character to say sex. Yeah, yeah. It's all. It's always a good time. <laughs> human re- I thought it was literally it was about going to be a show about like, you know, running human resources at a company now and like. The things you have to be aware of from a policy. Oh, that's what we can else. This is TV League news. So the, there was talk of a big controversy in um, in the mass singer world. So one of the so they tape that show in like one day. It's like all one night they go through everything and then they just oh. make people sign NDAs. Yeah. So it got leaked that whoever got revealed caused a storm off, and that episode aired and it got revealed that Rudy Giuliani was in the mass singer. <sighs> And Ken Jong like stormed off, but then you rewatch it and you could tell it was like such a take a stand thing. He wasn't actually disgusted because uh-huh. everybody was like applauding him and laughing and being like, what the fuck, Rudy Giuliani? And you could tell he was like, what the fuck? Why isn't anybody mad? So I'm going to walk off and ex- and put an exclamation point yeah. on how I don't approve of this. Yeah. <laughs> That that mass singer, yes, I, that's uh, so that happened. Rudy Giuliani sang. I think he sang fucking. Uh, she blinded me with science or really? something like that. She blinded me with legal mumbo jumbo. Science. 
There, science doesn't exist. Fake science. No, uh, that was bad. Um, yeah, so Mark Harmon. Well, what year was this, you think? He was a, oh, this is season two. This is like mid-2000s, 2008 or something wow, like that. Wow. Because this show is gigantic. This show is huge. This would be deemed a procedural. Is that correct? Uh, oh, yeah. This is like the, the this is a police procedure. procedural. Yeah. Yeah, which is basically CSI. Again, you, you have. You're watching a police case. You, you have, yeah, you have a dilemma in the early part of it. It gets resolved by the end, correct? A procedural? I just, I don't know about that. What the fuck See, did he uh, say? Uh, I'm more of a serial fan myself. Just to let you oh, know. he's saying bad to the bone. <laughs> and he was just like, because I'm bad to the bone. Rudy Giuliani? I'm bad to the I'm bone. I'm bad to the bone. Okay. And he, say, he essentially said he did it because I just had a granddaughter. And I want her to know that anything's possible. You could go on television and be castigated Anything's anytime possible. you want. You can have a coup and serve no jail time whatsoever. You can <laughs> totally undermine the very underpinnings of democracy. You know, the oldest democracy on the planet, you can undermine it but, and get away with it because you have a right wing populist asshole that you represent, you know, just never admit you're wrong about anything. Just always be stubborn. Pawn off your stubbornness as strength, you know, and then and then you'll get away with things. That's all you got to do. So the Simpsons rose up um, and then we got a quick article to pair with that. Ooh, oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Because someone was, was talking about how far they think the Simpsons could go. It's funny you mentioned that, Keith. When we were doing this early TV League uh, table stuff and standings, I thought to myself the Simpsons might actually get canceled, which for me was like, that was a real like kind of moment of like, wow, it's it's finally running its course. Well, what did they say? Hang on. Fuck yeah, I've got to reload this bullshit. What the fuck? This link isn't working. Son of a bitch. I give Mark Harmon credit, man. Harmon has been able to, to pull it together from the days of St. Elsewhere, you know, to summer school. Harmon's got a career. Former UCLA quarterback Mark Harmon. His father was a Heisman Trophy Award winner okay. for the University of Michigan. All right. Uh, Al Jean or Al Jean has spoken about the future of the long running sitcom. It's about to air its 700th episode. It's wow. been a titan of pop culture for over three decades and is notorious for its staggering longevity. It is amazing. I mean, the show has been on. I mean, I was in college for crying out loud. I was in college when, when, when that show hit. It was a true phenomenon. So it, that is actually funny. So he, a piece of the quote, he says, as soon as they cancel us, they'll reboot us, <laughs> which is true. So he says, we're definitely going to do 757. I wouldn't say that's the end, but I do know how much further we can go. As soon as they cancel us, they'll reboot us. I'm confident after I'm gone, there'll be some sort of Simpsons coming. It's too ubiquitous to think that it'll just disappear. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. I mean, it, it is. But here's uh, my point. Just show the Simpsons. Uh, Why do you have to have a new one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's my regret with having these shows that get canceled. Like everybody loves Firefly. And everybody wanted it back for years. Yeah. Now it's good that it's not because Joss Whedon's a piece of shit like Bill yeah. Murray. Yeah. So Bill Murray. So he's canceled. <laughs> he's canceled. Um, but I think you ultimately regret because then when you because like Futurama was the one where like everybody bring back Futurama. Yeah. And then they did it and it was just as popular. So now it's just like the norm to like, oh, we'll have a show go away for a few years. And then if what we replace it with doesn't go, we'll just bring the old show back. They yeah. did it with Law and Order. They canceled Law and Order because SVU was the Titan. And then now SVU is going down in ratings. They created the organized crime version, and that's doing okay. So then they were like, all right, we have to bring back the original Law and Order. Okay, interesting. For nostalgia. Yeah, uh, they're going to have a Simpsons spinoff, like, oh, Bart show. Well, that's what he's saying. Yeah, uh, well, they'll you, be teenagers now. You probably don't remember this, Keith, 
But when the show first the Tracy Ullman show, it was a sketch on the Tracy Ullman but show. But no, even after that, or after that, not not at that time. You're right. But it was also uh, the true star was Bart. It wasn't Homer. Yeah, to they me. switched it to Homer. Yeah, yeah. Homer was the true star, uh, but but Bart was the early the early uh, episodes. You know, because he was kind of a little shit. You know, uh, I remember going to New York in 1990, and people having Simpsons T-shirts, like Bart Simpsons T-shirts. It's like word. You know, it was Bart Simpson saying word. You know. So we're going to switch over to TV history here. Close it out on, yeah. on the hist. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, I got I like coverage it. of the Chernobyl disaster Ooh. that happened uh, yesterday in 1986. I, I, I remember that very well. Oh, yeah. You were very much a what, teenager. I was a, I was a sentient being. I, I was 17. I hadn't turned. I was this. This confirmed your fears of nuclear disaster. I'm sure. <sighs> you know, to be honest with you, by this point, because the hormones are sort of really to kick in. Um, I was thinking more, more about, uh, uh, you know, young, you know, girls in my high school. That's what I was thinking about at this point. I wasn't, here we go. Yep. And Saturday and isn't over yet. Amid widely conflicting. Look at that cool graphic we used of the iron oh, fist inside yeah. of a cool little proton thing there. It's all about the glitz and glamour. It looks like a crack rock that those black people sell. The, the, that will be next after this, about how black people are tearing this country apart. Oh, I, I, I'm sure that there the, the, Nuclear power plants and blacks are running rampant all over God, the world. Crack was just... Oh, my God. It was whack, Crocious. Let's be honest. Well, this is before Len Bias's death, though. So... It wasn't quite the fervor. It was still a secret issue. We're building up the crack epidemic. Yeah, it was yeah. still being created in a lab. The crack and the epidemic was still being created well, in a well, lab. <laughs> crack sort of hit like an 84. Sort of hit an 84. It's true that Soviets, only two people die yeah. so far. <laughs> it's not a catastrophe at all. I, I remember. How long can we keep quiet? Being in a, Forever. Being in a chemistry class. And, and, and the teacher was like, uh, I think they must have had Bill Reinecke. I think they must have had too much vodka one night. And they didn't watch the right, the, 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 the right meter. And people thought that was funny, you know. Make, he made a vodka joke when I was uh, again uh, uh, a junior, and I was so a here's junior what I'm going to do. Something I like to do here: junior in high school, Adam Crocious. That's what I was. I, 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 I a junior in high school. You know. So we're, I'm going to go to April 26th, 1986, best of date. Uh, Chernobyl disaster occurs. We're matching that up. Uh, Kiss uh, by Prince was the top song. Oh, yeah. Also, A Different Corner by George Michael. Um, a different corner. Addicted to Love, West End Girls by Pet Shop Boys, Manic Monday by Bangles. And a West End Girls and a West End Boys. Why Can't This Be Love by Van Halen. The movie Legend was the top of the box office. Really? Legend was? Yeah. With Tom Cruise. About Maggie, Tha oh, Maggie Thatcher was the PM. Oh, yeah. England, yeah. People are buying waterbeds. Do you remember yeah. the waterbed craze? My, 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 well, my, my father had a waterbed. My father. God, I think Ooh, let's listen to the official version. They admit trolls, in quote. There is no independent confirmation of any of that. The tightly controlled Soviet government media are telling their own people next to nothing. They admit officially just two deaths. Our correspondent reports begin with Wyatt Andrews in Moscow. For most of the day, the Soviet policy was silence. For most of the day, people have been being chained to fences and told to do nothing. I mean, this Only is back in the day. Look at that graphic. The newspapers in Russia this morning read blah, 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 blah. <laughs> when, I'm, when you would see, like, scenes from Moscow or St. Petersburg, 
like on TV back then, I was like, oh, 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 Confirmation oh. That, of one of the that's a different world. Yeah. That, that's different over there. The, the line was very bright. Very bright. You know? You look at this map of the Soviet Union and Czechoslovakia doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> On the streets of Moscow, the reaction was predictable. Pump- They're telling everybody to actually go closer oh, 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 to Chernobyl. Oh, 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 it, it was predictable, what I have to say. Man said, and the public mostly unaware. I didn't manage to see that, this man said. And then he added, was that the accident in America? Like you me? see, they're not free. They're not free like us. You know, they get, li- they get lied to hardcore. They did, I would agree. VCRs have become a common household item yes, in 1986. Yep. Uh, Larry Bird, Magic, Dominique Wilkins, and Kareem and Isaiah Thomas were playing were playing ball here. Yes. Top Gun, Crocodile Dundee, Stand By Me, Karate Kid Part 2, Platoon, Star Trek IV, The Voyage Aliens. Home, The Fly, yes. Aliens, Golden Child, Yes. An American Tale, Ruthless People, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I saw almost all of those all movies. I think I saw all of those movies. Platoon won the Academy Award. God, I was still a virgin. Carazon <laughs> Aquino was named Time Person of the Year okay. yeah, yeah, from yeah. the Philippines. Exactly. Pol Pot was just ramping up at this time, huh? Were people aware of Pol Pot at no, this no, point? No, I think this is way past. I think he was more like 93 late, is late when 70s. he, but 93 is when people actually, when he actually got caught. Oh, man. Wow, he was around for that long. The, the uh, Nintendo is fucking making a big fucking a, a I, I, I big wanna, stink at this point. Can we hear more of this coverage? I want to hear News, Moscow. Ugh, of course, we get to the end of this. In Stockholm today and throughout Europe, scientists monitoring the aftermath of the nuclear accident said... People are on giant headsets talking about stuff. ...melted down. By far, the worst nuclear accident in history. It's a guy you're counting. I'm absolutely certain it was a meltdown. There's no question about that. The yeah, there was real fear in Europe that, that And it's that only going to take the David Bowie of the Pet Shop Boys to, to <laughs> solve it. Uh, th- this was a back to school. Look at that computer paper. The Iran-Iraq war was still going yes. on at this point. The United States supported Iraq and Saddam Hussein. They- we actually fear that the fallout can turn the Iranians into mutant human beings <laughs> and they, they will win the war. The, no, the fear was it was going to go to Europe. It was, gonna, it was, it was all going to go or go over to into uh, Western Europe. This nuclear disaster. This was 36 years ago. God, oh my God, I'm so fucking old. Uh, um, I mean, it's my 35-year anniversary from graduating from high school, man, this coming year. Dude, leather fingerless gloves were popular at this time. Yes. Seventeen Magazine. Yeah. So this was a big Brat Pack era, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yes. Brat Pack was like, it was the year after St. Elmo's Fire. Moonlighting was big. You know, I never watched that show. Never with Bruce Willis and yeah. Sam Shepard. Never watched. I don't know people was loved this, it. Was Moonlighting after the first Die Hard? No, it was before. Before. No, in fact, him going into like Die Hard, that was a real like, whoa, he's making a leap from being a TV star and a co- into co- like Moonlighting was funny, right? Yeah, it was more of a comedic thing. So it was like, it was definitely was that Ed O'Neill. It was definitely a uh, OG um, Equalizer was on uh, MacGyver, Golden Girls, Charles in Charge. Yes. Murder, she wrote. Who's the boss? Yeah. Who's the boss and Charles in charge are kind of like kindred spirits. Uh, to me, they were just the same show. Yeah. Right? They wasn't, wasn't Young Tony Danza on both. Yeah. You know? Well, no. Char- well, yeah. Char- <laughs> fucking Chachi is a young Tony Danza. Yeah. Miami Vice. Cosby was still un- undiscovered yes. at this point. No, no, no. Cosby was here. Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Was that like yes. a cop show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a was state you keep. She's an old fucking scarecrow, this one. She's got cobwebs in her. You know what? Mrs. King, I, yeah. Night Court, Kate and Alley. Yes. The A Team, 
Yes, still a bit. Hello, hello. That's a British uh, show. Was Cheer? You already said Cheers, right? Knight Rider, Family Ties, Magnum PI, yes. Only Fools and Horses. That's a British show. Knots Landing. Knots uh, Landing. Trapper right. John, MD. Yeah, guy was still around. Facts still. of Life in Dallas. Wow. Uh, those shows, man. Shows lasted. Network TV lasted. You had shows for eight years. Growing Pains is a was a kid show considered a kid show. Yeah. Gummy Bears, Gem and the Hooligans. They go back to Three Mile Island. I remember Three Mile Island. They blamed that on Soviet cost-cutting and ineptitude. People who was in charge, they are not uh, experts. You cannot tell whose nationality I am. I speak Russian, but look Cuban in some (laughs) weird way. Don't I look Cuban? Look at me. I look like I'm a cigar manufacturer. Every story was the dig on... This true, you know what they say, and, and that's why if you ever saw the uh, the Star Trek movie, Star Trek Six, with the, with the old cast, that was the last one with the old cast. Um, Chernobyl, they say, was truly the the beginning of the end of the Soviet Union. Aponte says Twenty One Jump Street should be on that list. I believe that was actually eighty nine or, or eighty eight. I don't think it was eighty six. Eighty six. Eighty six. Was it was, on like that started in eighty eight? No, no, no. Yeah, it started in eighty eight and eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. It didn't start in eighty six. When was the first Nightmare on Elm Street? 84 because that was the intro to Johnny Depp. exactly or was platoon his first movie no, platoon was 86 he was in platoon have you also. seen his trial by the way the Johnny Depp trial you know I actually have not watched it dude is he just a lunatic it's well he's it turned awesome for him and then we'll end on this I guess yeah yeah let's do that um he at first he was talking all weird like you know there's not a species of truth in this and I consider yeah. <laughs> truth to be a living organism that you know it's special and there's not a species of truth in this i'm a traveler me and my family are travelers obviously so i'm a traveler we've had different fight hundreds of millions of dollars i covered i covered the first part of the trial on the last solo episode all kinds of fun riffing it was a good good chunk of 40 minute riffing from me good good but then they came out with this fucking little clip and it's hilarious i'm gonna find it sure So they asked him a bunch of questions, and this is 15 shocking moments. I love how they say it like that. Um, here we go. I gotta find a good one. A good fucking... Because obviously, he is... <laughs> the trial is, is he... Countersuing Amanda Heard. It's a defamation suit. Defamation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and, 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 this is in LA, isn't here. it? Is this in LA? I think so. Yeah. God. God. Ugh. It's just this country and what it wants and what it we want we want to see and oh 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 is this his uh So I mean I guess they're not that's only on TikTok because this is like real news and you have to make them look like an asshole. So like they keep showing videos and they're like, do you, does that box have cocaine in it? And he's just like, it looks like it can have cocaine in it. Yes. Yes that, or no? Yes, that was after I'd, um, after writing on the walls, the uh, blood had kind of dried, as it were, and, or, 
And so I dried blood is like the human consciousness. It hardens whatever you are. And I'm from Kentucky. That's why I talk like this. You know, this is how Kentuckians talk. I think is he from Florida? Actually, no. They were well. He moved. We were travelers, Adam. We moved around vagabonds. We vagabonded around the country and had fight clubs. Quite a bit of damage to the house in Australia after this incident. Correct. Can I put on a unique pair of glasses for your next question, sir? There was quite a bit of damage to the house uh, during the... Damage is beautiful, though. I mean, damage, we utilize damage as an actor or an actress quite often. And you don't remember the tell they're bringing, do you? I remember there was a... I believe there was a coffee cup stuck into the screen or a plate oh, or something oh, like man. that. It was yeah. a good rip. We were playing Ultimate Frisbee. So, deface the painting by drawing a penis on it, didn't you? <sighs> That's my dictation. I call it my dictation. It's from a. It's a joke from a TV show. <laughs> Given the state you were in, it's entirely possible that you oh, did that. You're basically saying he was all drunk and loaded, yeah. right? Yeah. Drawing a penis on a painting was not the first thing on my mind. He made people roll. They asked him, like, did you ever give Marilyn Manson a pill? And he was like, I gave Marilyn Manson a pill so he would stop talking so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he, he was making, him? dude, he was making people roll in the courtroom. Like, I don't know how you can watch this testimony and not be on Johnny Depp's side. Like, they were showing pictures of lines of cocaine on a table and uh and a box that said property of JD. And they were like, so it's not so you don't put cocaine in that box. And he goes, it's possible that cocaine would fit in that box. <laughs> and then they were like, sir, can you confirm this picture? Is that a lot? Is that a lot of marijuana? And they was like, yes, that is quite a bit of marijuana. Like he was just making everybody March roll. 8th, so, what, 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 was it, they were laughing in the courthouse? Were they laughing? Oh, in court? yeah. His oh, Amber Heard's lawyers are awful. They're terrible. They were trying to say like, Depp, can you like they were getting mad that he was like making everybody laugh and they were like, can you take this seriously and be timely and stop telling stories? And he goes, you took five minutes to find one document. He <laughs> said, <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. There were wow. multiple moments during the trial where they had to delay because they forgot evidence and stuff like Ooh, that. They're, they're, they're fumbling around. A broken blood vessel under my eye, the bruises on my head, the missing chunks of hair, the split lip, the black eye, the swollen nose, all that because you're stronger. It does not mean it does not mean because they heard me that I'm somehow more responsible. It just means they heard me because I yell in a fight. You do provoke. I yell. I yell. I try uh, and rip your eyeballs out. Uh, I do rip your hair out follically from the root. Uh, I mean, think of their relationship. Think of how bizarre it must be. You know, oh, God. I'm so far team depth, though, in all of this. Good, 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 good for you. You know, man. and I yeah. hope you were team this podcast. Absolutely, man. It was, it Along was good. the way. Absolutely. It man. was okay. We had some, you know, there were lingering issues that I think really affected the show. Well, you know, let, 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 let's um, just let the audience It was a decide. good run, though. You know, it was a good run. Absolutely. I just like the flow of the cut, like the, the temporary. I've never been blocked this much during one episode. It's hmm. really, it's really, hmm. uh, it's astounding. Hmm. The amount of you know it's astounding that uh, Debo Samuel. Oh, I had to cut out some Colin last time. Like his YouTube channel is starting to flag us. Okay, okay. The algorithm knows. So yeah, here's the end of the show. Here. You're at home. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Absolutely. Uh, we'll be back. I'll be back whenever I'm off next. Crow will probably be back next week. Um, thanks for watching. Uh, yes. Subscribe. 
on the YouTube channel. This is Keith Pazel. Like the video, share the video, give us a nice comment, a nice little rating on whatever podcast app you use. Uh, KeithPazel.com slash feeds to get all the shows or everywhere it is. Yeah. KeithPazel.com slash pay-per-view PPV to give us a little donation. We always appreciate that. But we'll see you next week, everybody. Absolutely. Love you. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air?